And now, introducing the man who's wondering whether or not he made the right decision last night eating week-old chicken tenders for dinner as he insists, quote, I wasn't going to let them go to waste and it isn't my fault that the kids didn't eat them, forgot to refrigerate them, and left them underneath the couch, unquote. In attempts to combat the dark early mornings and forego the need for daylight savings time altogether, he's reached out to Josh Hartnett and looked to secure real estate in the, quote, quaint Alaskan town with all the friendly vampires, unquote. He is Glenn Clark. Which one is it? Josh Hartnett? Yeah. It was 40 Days of Night. I don't know. 40 Days of Night. It was a horror film. I don't remember that one. It was a decent little movie. He was also in a, a, a chick flicker too. That uh, he was the in young... chick flicker eight. Yeah, I feel like I'm trying to think of the it one. It was a huge deal, and then he disappeared. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the one that the the. He was in a movie recently, though. Was he? Yeah. Making a comeback. I haven't heard that name in a long time, Josh Hartnett. You're welcome. Um, what was the movie? Oh God, he was in a funny movie too, wasn't he? Yeah, Forty Days and Forty Nights. Forty Days and Forty Nights. Yes. Wait, he was in Forty Days of Night and yes. Forty Days and Forty Nights. That's correct. Yeah. What a hell of a run for Josh yeah, Hartnett, man! It was. My God. What was like? What's the big chick flick that he was in that I definitely was forced to see with a young lady when I was a younger person myself? I don't know. Lucky Number Eleven was a fun movie. I don't think that was the one. No, it wasn't. I don't think that was it. I said I it was, was a fun movie. I understand that. I don't know what that was. Uh, but he was a heartthrob. Back I though. know he was. Even though he had like a, he had an interesting face, you know. Ah, uh, this is a true story. I went to the premiere of the film Here on Earth. Because I was friends with a band that was on the soundtrack. A band called Neve that was Uh, on the soundtrack. Yes, I was only friends with them because I was writing for my high school newspaper and a PR company was trying to get them some publicity. So they were reaching out to high schools across the country to see if they would interview the band Neve. Sounds quite desperate. Oh, I don't don't know. I mean, they got on this soundtrack. It seems like a good career move. But... Okay. We, we hung out with him at the Hard Rock Cafe. Here What's in the Baltimore real reach one night? of a high school newspaper? It's there not like no you're going to get. Reach. It's, it's, it's not. It's. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, realistically, it's. I, like I, we actually, gotta, I, we I disagree hit. with that. At the time, everybody in the high school read it. But I know. We got to hit Perry Hall hard. Well, okay. Like, I, I don't know how to tell you this. Like, it might be that more people read it than watched this show today. <laughs> that might be true, but I mean, still, like, if you're a band, you'd think you'd have greater uh, aspirations. The than idea that. is to try to get into all of them. The idea is to try to. I, I actually think it was a very smart marketing strategy. And I can just tell you, very family other guy. Various, no, other uh, no. What no, was no, the yeah. James Vanderbeek? I have to read every high school newspaper. Well, that, no, you're thing. doing a different bit. That's a different bit. I don't know. It's just weird. This was actually quite smart marketing on their part. I'm sure smart they were going marketing. after yes, yeah, marketing. I'm sure they were going after colleges too. I'm sure it wasn't just the high schools. I'm sure they were trying to go after everybody. But I elementary remember, schools. I remember them talking to me about it when we had uh, we hung out at the uh, Hard Rock Cafe, and Popular I also hangout spot. I believe they were trying to uh, to have sex with my girlfriend at the time. I believe oh. that also was the thing. Oh, but I nice. I didn't care. I got to hang out with a band that was becoming famous. I thought I was Cameron Crowe. Of course, I they thought, have staying power. They're still famous. Uh, no, they didn't quite uh, didn't quite last. Unfortunately, it's a bummer. They had, uh, they had a good tune or two, but they were very. It was a very 90s sound. It, uh, it was a very 90s story, mind you. Yeah, it's a pretty 90s story. Every facet. 100%. My high school newspaper. Yeah, Hard Rock Cafe. Movie Here yeah. on Earth. Um, but a big deal for me, I got to meet Lily Sobieski, who I was a big fan of. Well, how about that? that film. Terrible motion picture. Really, truly horrendous picture. 
But uh, was Josh Hart in that? He was, okay. as well as uh, American Pie star Chris Klein was a part of it. As he well. was the lacrosse player. He was. Yeah, he was yeah. indeed. Ostriker. That's what they called him, right? That was uh, his name in the American Pie films, Sounds I believe. Plausible. So there's uh, that portion of the program. You're welcome. Hello, it's Glenn Clark Radio. It's a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program. Today's show brought to you by Window Nation. The fall is calling. Sale is happening. Leaves are changing. Temperatures are changing. It's time for some change in your life. Like some new windows. Get two free windows for every two you buy. Buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Plus, pay nothing for two full years, 866-90-NATION, or visit windownation.com in order to find out more. The final ever segment with Drew Forrester. Well, I mean, with Drew and Kyle, I guess yeah. that is. Unfortunately, that we do. He reached out to me last week. He was like, dude, you're leaving? Yeah? I was like, he was like, thank God. You should have heard what he said to me. Yeah, I know, right? He said, what took you so long? Yeah, I, I said... I said, oh, Kyle's a good guy. And then he said, yeah, when he sleeps. And I said, ah, there he is. There's the bit. I went at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, we will. Uh, Drew will check in with us. And uh, David Steele is going to join us a little bit later on. And, I don't know, stuff and things. Fire, stuff so. and things. That's what's coming up on the program today. Um, I, I, I don't – like, the Braves-Brewer series never really got me going, unfortunately. Like, the Braves are really 0 for 19 with runners in scoring position. Well, how series. is that possible? How is that possible? They're yeah. up to one. The all record is over twenty two, apparently. <laughs> that's remarkable. Um, so that doesn't really do. Much. I, I don't really have anything to say for it. I, I got to be honest with you. I had it on yesterday. I was not even paying attention. I, I was not even watched paying some attention Squid to the Game, game yesterday. How about that? Uh, you and everybody else in I the know. world. I was like, oh, I'll check it out. It's, I, it's addictive. Okay. I mean, at some point, I might uh, give it a look. Well, you need to be able to read. Yeah, I'm not interested. Oh, because it's all... it's all. Um, well, you could dub it, but nobody wants to do that. Yeah, who wants to do that? Who wants to do that? I might, might be the only way that I would be able to watch it, though, because well, there's no way... Read, yeah. No, it's, it's, not, it's not that I can't read. It's that I choose not to. Oh, okay. I'm just uninterested in said, uh, in said activities. Um, I'm, you know, the Astros thing, I get it. There are people that don't like it. There's the conflicting emotion with Dusty Baker, who, you know, I like and I'm I'm happy for. And I don't I genuinely don't know what to say in order to make a great statement about the Astros thing. Right. Like, do I want them to win the World Series? Not necessarily. Do I do I want them to beat the Red Sox in the ALCS? Sure yes. as F I do. A couple cheating teams. Correct. And so if it gets the World Series, and by that point it's Astros Dodgers, for example. Not a the lot Dodgers of stayed on, there. Stayed, yeah, it's not a lot. There's nothing. The most embraceable thing to me about it will be rooting for Dusty Baker. And I get that somebody would say, how dare you? I, I've already d- told you this a million times, my feelings about the Astros. This bit where you guys have tried to pretend like they were the only team that was doing this. Dusty Baker hasn't won a World Series before? No. It seems... I know. I Hard get to it. believe. Wasn't I, he the manager of the Giants for a while and they didn't win any of there? Bruce Bochy won got them all. The World Series. That's with selfish the bastard. Yeah, I know. What a what a jerk. <laughs> Dusty Baker was there with Barry Bonds, who, as you know, did not win a World Series. They made it to the World Series and lost in Game Seven to the Angels that particular year, despite the fact that in that World Series, Barry Bonds hit the longest home run I have ever seen in my life. Only counts for a couple runs; those ones, though. Uh, unfortunately, I actually, only counted for one. I think they were down by two. And they like probably the, wouldn't have pitched them if it. I want to say I know. Days. I want to <laughs> say it was a ninth inning of of a game where they were they were the Angels were up by two, so they were like, "Eh, we'll go ahead and give it a shot," and the ball. I think traveled 600 feet. I mean, it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And they were like, well, just counts for one. 
Like, we'll take Dusty our chances Baker's on son Jeff is now a senior citizen, right? Uh, no, he's not a senior citizen, but he is in the national system, Darren Baker, yes, who, of course, nearly uh, died during the course of that World Series had it not been for J.T. Snow coming back to save him in that circumstance. Um, I don't I, – I, I, you know, it's a weird – Go a weird Giants, spot. right? Yes, go Giants yeah. is the easy thing to say. I, I'd rather – like, go Braves. Like, I'm all on board. I don't know. The Yastrzemski thing makes it a little bit more – Oh, yeah, okay, all right. You know. I mean, I, I like Car- and Lamont Wade, a Baltimore and native, is there. And Kevin Gall, I, yeah, whatever. You know. I don't have emotions. It's not like Kevin Gosman or, my, obviously, Car- my, Carl Yastrzemski. Mike Yastrzemski never played for the Orioles. We liked him personally he's because dude. he's a great guy, but he never played for the Orioles. Well, there's that's no, their fault. I, that's fine, but there's no reason for Baltimore fans to have a particular embrace no, they developed a quality of Mike major Yastrzemski. Leader. That's true. You're right about that. But there's no reason for them to particularly embrace. And it's while Kevin Gosman had some moments with the Orioles, they weren't necessarily significant enough for I'm talking Orioles. more about Yastrzemski than the Gosman's just a fun fact. I feel right, like. but it's that's neat, I, what I'm saying is that it's bittersweet. It's very limited to like you. It's not really something that the rest of the sure city of the Baltimore. Yastrzemski family is pretty happy. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're 100 percent right. You you nailed it, man. You're welcome. And as we've always had a rule mm-hmm. in in this town, if the Yastrzemski family says so, then that's what we do. Mm. That's the way that it that's works over the years. That's the way it's been. Um, it actually would obviously Interesting be, to know who they'd root for if the Red Sox-Giants World Series were to come about. No, th- th- you know who they would root for. The Giants? Like, it would be an interesting storyline. But yes, they'd be rooting for the Giants. I bet Carl would have some, some secret feelings. <laughs> okay. It's a weird bit, bro. Really weird bit. Because <laughs> he played for the team. He did. Like, great. I'm not sure if he knew that. Oh, did he? Yeah. Wait, the... Carl Yastrzemski yeah. played for the the Boston Red Sox? Oft forgotten. Wow. Yeah. That is. I'm surprised they don't ever mention that on the broadcast. You, you would know? think I'm they might slip it in once or twice. I'm surprised but no. that never really seems to come I'm the up. only one that remembers. That's why it's so weird. It's so weird. Lived man. through it. Well, how about. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. Some of your more, more formative years yeah. when uh, Carl Yastrzemski was uh, mashing the ball for the Boston Red Sox. Um, so yeah, those uh, that's the baseball situation. The uh, ALCS is set uh, between the Red Sox and the Astros. The NLCS still needs to be determined. Um, it'll be the, the, the game five as um, the 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 ultimate yeah game. yeah the ultimate game. I mean, it's, uh, by the way, this is the the Dodgers and Giants. If they were going to meet in the first round, it is fitting that they would end up going to a fifth game. It is fitting that it would be a who's going to pitch for an uber competitive series. That's a very good question. It should be the dude who dominated in the first game, right? Webb. Uh, was he game one? I think he was, wasn't he? I don't remember if he was game one or if he was game two. I gotta be totally honest with you. I believe he was. When that games happen over the weekend, it is very no, difficult for it. me to pay attention. I haven't watched a whole lot of playoff baseball for what it's worth. But um, I've watched. Yeah, you're right. I haven't watched. It is uh, Logan Webb who's pitching game five for the Giants against, against Urias. Urias. Yeah, yes, good correct. That is the match. Precocious pair. Ooh, ooh! Look at you as uh, they will put together the final piece of the LCS picture as the winner of that one will face the Atlanta Braves. So, yes, are a very good story, like what they were able to do with after losing Just sucks Acuna. that they go to Acuna, right? And that's so the thing. Like, it's fun. so difficult to believe that they can beat whoever wins Game 5 of the NLC, uh, the NLDS because... You know, they, I mean, they still got talent. Like Riley's hit the cover off the ball. Ozzy yes. Albies is very good. Freddie Freeman, of course. No, nobody's debating. They still have just talent. Like the, it's the, just the, difficult. It saps the excitement of watching them. 
Well, it saps the uber excitement. Yeah, yeah Acuna is such a, yeah. a, a a fantastic baseball player. Five tool in every sense a, of the yes, word. And every everything exuberant. about him makes him must watch, and so him not being out there absolutely s- sucks some of the joy of watching him yeah. of watching them away. Um, look, I will. If it's the Dodgers, I'll be rooting like hell for the Braves to beat the Dodgers. Sure. I just will. I've made this point very clear. Whatever you want to feel and whatever you want to say about, well, hey, they, they grew a lot of their talent and we all want, wish we could be the Dodgers. Whatever you want to say about that, that's the way. To me, the notion of baseball fandom is the team that spends all the money is the team that I'm going to root against. Unless it's the Orioles. Correct. Unless it's my team, 100%. If it's my team that's doing it. I will feel completely different about it. But if it ain't, I'm rooting against that team. There's nothing – that's not a well, story. Kind of root for the Padres, though, for what it's worth. They didn't spend all the money. They didn't spend nearly as much as the Dodgers spent did. A lot of it. They spent a lot. They didn't make it. Don't know if you heard. They didn't make it. But it's my team. It's my team. Everybody knows that. I've been a Padres guy for um, what, 13 months or so, something along those lines. Well, you kind of quit yeah. since a late. Well, yeah, when they started <laughs> sucking, I kind of stopped off paying attention, bit. frankly. I was like, wow, the Padres suck. I'm going to not waste any more time. Although at the beginning of the year, I was legitimately watching every game. This is not a joke. Every game I was watching with the Padres, I was very excited about being a Padres guy this You think year. they might take uh, El Diaz, Rylan Bannon, and Dean Kramer from Machado? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's something they There's would There's precedent. Do. Yeah, There is. You're right about that. There's a lot of precedent. Uh, they, of course, are in the market for a manager, and we're all secretly... Not we'll give Brandon Hyde. We'll throw Hyde in, too. No, no. I like no. him fine, I like but Brandon I like Machado better. Well, yeah, better. for Machado, yeah. sure. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Uh, we're all hoping that uh, Buck's going to get the job. We will see. I don't... Buck I don't, Britton. Yes, Buck Britton. It's his time, man. Yeah. Like, he has earned that gig. He has worked his way up. It's his moment. It's time for him to get a major league managerial gig. He got He's bumped up the AAA. Guy. He did. He got bumped up the AAA. I don't know what the story was on Gary Kendall, but... Yeah. Uh, Alan Mills too. We had a couple, a couple of yeah. our former GCR stalwarts. I, I don't. I, I would don't offer, know I'd offer <laughs> a take on it, but I have no take yeah. to offer. I just. I'm sorry. I just don't have any take to offer. All right. Uh, it is. Would you rather Wednesday today on GCR? Would you rather Wednesday is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com or for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Three scenarios. Got them up. Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. Uh, unfortunately, one of them was a bit too wordy for uh, Twitter, so I've got verbose. most of them up on Twitter. I still have to edit the third in order to make it work. Uh, number one, would you rather Wednesday this week? Would you rather? Ronnie Stanley stuns everyone and is back this week. And immediately looks like Ronnie Stanley. Okay. I'll avoid the... Uh, I, I, for God's sakes. I think he still looks like you. Th- thank you, Kyle. Greatly appreciate it. I won't, miss, I won't miss this whatsoever. You might a little. Nope. Not whatsoever. Uh, but, but, Patrick Queen continues to have a brutal season. And plays, by the way, those of you that are trying to, to get out. Well, they could just not play him. No, that's you don't get that. Or Patrick Queen, starting this week, immediately becomes the guy we all thought he was going to be. But Ronnie Stanley doesn't play again this year. Number two, would you rather? The guy that we've always wanted, it becomes official. Idris Elba will get the Bond gig. Keep in mind. Gold Bond, right? Yes, that's the one we've been waiting for. (laughs) I think he's going to make a hell of a spokesman. 
I've never felt any chest. <laughs> By the way, you have that body. I bet. I bet you're. You don't need any gold. He's got probably some thick thighs, though. He does. He probably yeah. has some thick thighs. My mind wanders, you know. Yeah, right. I start <laughs> thinking about them. All right. Anyway, uh, he gets the gig. Keep in mind, of course, Idris Elba would be fifty before they even begin shooting the next Bond. Or someone who's got a little bit better odds at the moment, according to. By the way, I know that the best odds currently belong to Tom Hardy. I'm not going to position Idris Elba against Tom Hardy in a in a would you rather scenario. I'm going to choose not to do that in America in 2021. And so instead, the guy who's got the second best odds of being the next Bond, Regé Jean Page. I don't even know who that is. I know he's in that show that oh, everyone was all hot he's, and bothered about. He's he's quite handsome. Yeah. He's he's a very good looking man. Yes, he was on Bridgerton. He's going to be in the Dungeons and Dragons motion picture. Oh well, we put it like out. that, yeah. yeah no, that's my. That's my. So is it about a game of Dungeons and Dragons? I don't know. <laughs> is he I like can't the dungeon master? Not is my really good world, dungeon master? bro. Not my world. But I'm telling you, this is a handsome gentleman. This fella, that's a fella that I'm aware. Yeah, but is that not the? That's not the only requisite. I'm pretty sure it's very high on the list. I remember get that? It. Remember that first Daniel Craig Bond film when he came up out of the water? But and he the, can the still act. Shorts? Yeah, I mean, I think that this gentleman can act as well. I'm pretty sure people are quite high on him as an actor as well. He was good when he hosted Saturday Night Live. He okay. was quite good when he hosted Saturday Night Live. I don't. Again, I'm not. I'm not as aware of this fella as I am of Idris Elba, but I'm also aware that this fella is. Um, yeah, interesting choice. Dev Patel would be an interesting choice. Who? Dev Patel. Oh, Dev Patel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't yeah. Be, but I, I've not seen anything that uh, connects. Well, you don't know everything. I don't know everything, but I've seen all of the betting odds. Uh, Regé Jean Page, by the way, 31 years old, so significantly different in that department, to be certain. And number three, would you rather? Adley Rutschman is a star next year. Immediately in the Orioles' rebuild, comes to fruition. They compete for a playoff spot next year. Or... Eh, Rutschman's more like Matt Wieters. The next five years are kind of a mess, but the reward is that much like Seattle, who officially became part of the NHL last night, the city of Baltimore gets a new modernized arena and an NHL team. Those are your Would You Rather Wednesday scenarios. They're up. Get your responses in. We will talk about them as the morning goes on. When we come back in, Drew Forrester is going to join us. Drewsmorningdish.com because... We're 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 gluttons. That's there's no other way to say it. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career, or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Hi, it's Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. You know, a lot of things change with the season this time of year. The leaves change, temperatures change, your clothing changes. But the one thing that stays rock solid is the quality windows, installation, and customer service from Window Nation. Plus, their amazing offer, buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. They never cut corners when it comes to quality and transparency from start to finish. Call 866-90NATION today or online at windownation.com. It's the perfect time for Window Nation, the perfect fit. That first sip. 
that first bite. Mmm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Bear Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the fresh food fest, beer, wine, and spirit showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number five. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls, but not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second-chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than snowballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven scratch-offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. All right, back in here on GCR as we continue on a Wednesday edition of the program. Today's show is also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible, 410-401-9797, or C3America.com for your free analysis. Get your responses in for Would You Rather Wednesday at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. They're all posted there or Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. Those are the ways to get in, and somebody's going to win a $25 gift card to Glory Days Grill just for participating so you too can enjoy the phenomenal Oktoberfest menu with the chicken schnitzel and the brewer sausage platter and the brewer sausage sandwich and the apple cobbler and oh, all of the above. I mean, the slam dunk pretzels, they're all there. Glorydaysgrill.com is the website. Get your order in, pick up your food, bring it home. You can dine out on the patio or in one of their neighborhood restaurants. We love Glory Days Grill, and you can win that $25 gift card to Glory Days Grill just by participating in Would You Rather Wednesday. Um, he's back, and I can only imagine how emotional this must be the final time uh, that he's going to share uh, this show with uh, Kyle Ottenheimer. Did you prepare the montage of memories, Drew Forrester, that, that uh, I asked you to work on? I did, and then I forgot what they are. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's that. Thank you. That dynamite. Somebody, somebody asked me the other day if your hair was real. My and hair? I, my hair? Yeah, and I said... What the if it wasn't, I think I would do a little bit of a better job. <laughs> Somebody saw a picture of you and said, is, does he have plugs or is his hair real? And I said, I'm pretty sure it's real. Well, hang on a second. How old do they think that I am? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a reasonable I have no idea. But I defended you, mostly. Thanks. I, I guess yeah. I appreciate that. What a bizarre. I've... So we finally got rid of him, huh? 
yeah, you know, we uh, we uh, we we let it we let it slide about the first 27 or 3,800 fireable offenses. But uh, when we got to the even 5,000, we said it's probably time to go. It's finally probably got rid time, of him. Time to go. Uh, Drew, some of you might remember, used to come in studio with yeah, us, yeah. and uh, then there was a pandemic, and then he just decided he didn't want to anymore. He just sort of got to a point where we were like, you know, you could come back, and he was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm uh, I'm I'm good. I'll just I'll pass on all that. Drew, well, I just I had a lot. Three things happened there that conspired against. Oh me. yeah. Number one, um, I had a I have a lot of things going on. Yeah, though, but like, yeah, I, did. I'm, uh, I have overextended myself. Number two, I'm not all that fond of either one of you, really. Oh, trust and me. I, I want to make number, it. I want to make it very clear. Just a bunch number of three. The feeling is mutual. I just and number want you to three, know. I don't even know that I like sports all that much anymore. That, uh, we're we're we are in complete agreement when it comes to <laughs> how much of the uh, baseball playoffs have you watched? A lot. I watched the whole thing last night. I watched a lot of the Astros and White Sox because of Gavin Sheets. Uh, who, by the way, had two hits that's yesterday, right. including a home run. Yeah, unfortunately, um, that's unfortunately that's the good news ends there. Yeah, that's it. A um, little surprised to see Tampa go out with a whimper like that. Although, obviously, what happened in Game Three wrecked them totally. Right? I mean, the no, whole no series, question. no, question. the whole series changed on that play. Literally, um, have a really good feeling about the Dodgers tomorrow night. I, I'm not anti-Giants. I just I would like to see the Dodgers win, so I'll be I'll be anxious to see that tomorrow night. But I wow. have watched a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. Why? Why do you want to see the Dodgers win? Yeah, why? Well, I just love baseball. But what does that have to do with anything? I love baseball. They're gonna play. I don't know if you know this. They're gonna play baseball if the Giants. Easier win. to not, bet on the Dodgers. Oh, oh, oh! oh. I gonna... you meant, why have I watched so? No. Long? no I why mean, are you rooting oh. for the Dodgers? Oh, I, a I like their logo and their uniform. B I love Chavez Ravine. Um. I've point. always been kind of partial to Kershaw. I've always liked him, even though he's not pitching. Yeah, I was going to say, it's nothing to do with it. <laughs> I just like the Do- I just like the Dodgers. I don't know why. I just do. I've always liked their logo, even when I was yeah. in Little League. I-, I was on the Dodgers two years. It was- I- I- I've just always liked the Dodgers, like from afar, e- way before they were really good. I always liked the Dodgers. Right. I don't know. I went to Chavez Ravine twice, once when I was in my 20s, and then once – in 2000 and yeah, well, you've been to ago. you've been to yankee stadium too you want to root for them well no but well yankee stadium doesn't have the beauty and i had a bad experience there yeah i, well, but, uh, I don't, I don't stadium, remember it yankee stadium doesn't have the beauty that chavez ravine you've does to, you've been to fenway and, park too you rooting for the red sox now you're not listening to me have you been to chavez ravine i have once I mean, Isn't I. It's nice. Pretty beautiful, it's also. Not no, not the, at all. The Giants Stadium. I mean, that's well, that's different. That's not what Minute, is that Minute, Minute is in Houston. The Giants Stadium is eight. Uh, P, wait, I don't even know what it's called now. They changed it a couple times. It was packed. Up. Oracle is yeah. that what it's called now? Is Oracle that's Park? The, I think. That's the Warriors. Um, I thought. But anyway, I just always liked the Dodgers. Like I don't know why. Just from afar, I've always liked them. So anyway, that's a that's a strange bit, man. I don't know what to make of that. That's a very strange. Well, have you bit. noticed our team's not very good? Yeah, I'm very aware of that. I don't know about I you. you. I actually like the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I hear you. Um, you're not rooting for Are Kevin Gosman. What's wrong with you? You're not rooting for Who's pitching tomorrow night for the Giants. Who starts tomorrow night for them? Logan Webb will start Game Five for the Giants. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And you know, of course, a lot about Logan Webb, who I had, I had definitely heard of one week ago. Definitely yeah. wasn't somebody I hadn't heard of ever. Well, how weird is it that the Dodgers wind up getting – did he win 20, Urias? Did he wind mm-hmm. up winning 20? He did, he yeah. Won he won 20. Huh? He won 20. 
So how weird is that, that it all works out that their 20-game winner gets to go for that? I mean, they have guys across yeah, the I mean, board that could win 20 games. It's what happens when yeah. every pitcher you have is an ace. Like, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't him, it would be Scherzer. Like, that would right. be their backup plan. Bueller's right. all right, too. Yeah, Bueller's okay. Yeah, that's, neither one of them are even their yeah. number one pitcher. Like, well, you know what they said. They were going to start Bueller, and then they decided not to. So the headline was, yeah, Bueller's Be- day off. Yep. There, there we go. There we go, man. Could you imagine if we had done yeah. one more of these and you hadn't gotten that? It's true. It would be like going to see fastball and they don't play the way, you know? It's like, true. Bueller, Bueller's Day Off. No, I, I need you to know I got it the first time. I need you to oh, know. Oh, it's a reference to the movie. Right, the, the movie. I don't know if you uh, remember that. Oh, uh, hey, how's the, uh, how's the U.S. soccer team looking? How's that, how's that going? Well, I mean, this is a big one for them tonight. I know Costa Rica is – not very good, and although they did him a favor the other night, no, not really, because El Salvador is no good either, which is, I don't know how we tied them, but this is a big game. Um, after what happened on Sunday night, this is really a big game for them. Uh, a Sunday night, I would say in my lifetime of really following the national team, which, you know, since Paul Caligiuri scored that goal in 1989, I've been following them ardently when I was in the soccer business. I would say that was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. I mean, it, it was, there was nothing there. It, there, was, was, there was no performance. Someone, there was an argument on a soccer thread the other day about how, how it, this didn't this paled in comparison to the game with they, that they lost against Trinidad. And I'm like, first of all, you're nuts because you don't know what you're talking about. Trinidad, the, there was four inches of rain three hours before the game. They didn't even think about changing the conditions of the field. They had three inches of rain. Remember, they had three inches of rain two days before. Then they got a storm that morning. They still played the game. The game was awful, but the U.S. didn't not try in that game. They just couldn't put the ball in the goal, and then they finally got one late. This game the other night was horrendous, and I knew as soon as I saw the lineup, I'm like, what is this guy doing? Why would you not play the two kids who were spectacular against Jamaica and, by the way, were really, really good in the second half against Honduras when you needed that game? And you you bench these two kids. You don't play Miles Robinson. You don't start Tyler Adams. Like, what are, what are you thinking about? And, you, you know, in life, you mostly get the results that you deserve. They, they got the result they deserved. They deserved to lose like that the other night. And they put seven new people out there. And granted, two of them needed to be, be inserted because they had injuries. McKenney was out and um, um, Dest was out. So five of the seven were, were just guys you threw in there because it was like the CYO. Everybody needed to play because their mom was complaining. And you there was no cohesion. Their passing was terrible. That legit guy looked like me. I mean, he looked, he looked immobile and I've liked him as a player, but I mean, the other night he, he had nothing, zero areola, nothing. Like I just, I couldn't get over the lineup. I was flabbergasted when I saw the lineup. I'm like, am I, are these guys all like, did they all get COVID? What happened? And then in the second half they came in, but they weren't, you know, no, no one had it going for him by that point. And it, it it was just awful. Okay, it but, was awful. So I I don't disagree with anything you said. I don't, and I, and I and I hate that because it's it's what I love to do more than anything in the world is disagree with what you say. That being said, if they win tonight, does it matter? 
Well, I think anytime, anytime you play, anytime, any, anytime you play what's considered an inferior opponent. Now, we're, we could sit here and debate about who, who considers them inferior. I think everyone that follows soccer considers Panama inferior to the United States. Everybody. Yes. Yes. Now, the games in Panama, I get it. It's this is a wonky schedule. Used to play two games in five or six days in the old system. Now, because of COVID, now they got to play three games in six days. I get it. It, it it's it is taxing with travel but, with travel involved. Right, but there is no way the U.S. shouldn't go down there and get a point. And by the way, if if he was doing that from Jump Street, if he flew down to Panama and got with his assistant coaches Panama. and said, "Okay, here's the deal." We're we're going to anyway. Sorry, we're, go we're going to play this game for a draw. Let's all be smart about this. Let's go down there. Let's play ninety minutes plus that twelve minutes that we play in the extra time because they lay on the field for fifteen minutes when they get kicked. We're we're going to play these this game for a draw. If they would have done that, and obviously they 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 would have played extra time, but if they would have done that. And he would have put together a lineup that connected with that sort of theory. I don't think anyone would have complained. Like, nothing, nothing, eh, okay. 1-1, one, one, eh, okay. I don't think anyone would have cared. But the lineup he put together in no way, shape, or form was defensive-minded. And he put that complete turd Zardis in there up front, who is awful. Who did manage to score a goal, by the way. I, I understand everything you're saying, man. The like, problem was it was for the other team. I, I completely understand everything you're saying. What I, but yes. So the answer to your question is, does it matter? And the answer is it does matter. And here's why it matters. Because you just saw what happened in the last qualifying. We lost by a point because we needed a draw and couldn't get it. So it does matter. Now, will it matter at the end of the 14-game 14 14-game 14 qualifying series if we get in? Eh, maybe not. But and that's, it and, matters right now. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, where they are right now, they're tied with Panama, second behind Mexico. Well, if, but they're ahead of Panama on goal difference. Correct. If, and exactly right. right. If they get the three points tonight, is that, what is the real risk of them finding themselves in trouble moving forward? Well, if they get three points tonight, they're, they're in second place and they're in good shape, right? I mean, it, but they... If ifs and ands and pots and pans, if they got three points the other night, they'd be rolling. Who's Panama played tonight? Uh, Panama, Panama played Jamaica. Uh, maybe. Hang on a second. I'll tell you in one second. Oh, I okay. think they play at Jamaica. Panama, all these games, of course, are on uh, not TV, except for the U.S. match. The U.S. match is on TV. Oh, actually, apparently the Mexico match is on TV tonight, too. It's on CBS. Uh, Panama does play. No, Panama plays Canada, which is which is tricky. Okay. And where's that game? Uh, I don't know. I will tell you in one second. It Canada, must Canada. Yeah, it would have to be in Canada because they were just at home, right? It's... No, Canada just played Jamaica at home. I thought. Um. Okay, you might be right about that. Uh, well, I know I'm right about that. I yeah. know what the game was in Canada. Uh, all right. Then uh, hang on a second. It is. But anyway. Anyway. Um. No. No, it's in Toronto. Yeah, it's in Toronto. Okay. So. You know, this is a favorable night for the United States in that the, the maximum amount of points that can, one team can win is three. And if in a perfect world, they tie. And they need you only get one, right? right? Yep. So, 
But Costa Rica's really down. This is not the Costa Rica team that ran roughshod over the U.S. when they got Klinsman fired. Sure. This is a very, very down, old, veteran Costa Rica team. We should win this game tonight for nothing. Like, I don't care what the final score is. Just got to get three points. But this should be a this should be an easy win. Now, the one thing I'm worried about is there are a lot of rumors floating around he's going to start Zach Steffen in goal, which I vehemently disagree with. So, let, I, I, what, why? Go, why do you vehemently disagree with that? Because there is no reason to take this kid Turner out of goal. He's done nothing at all. Other than play well, he's done nothing to justify being but, removed. But wouldn't somebody have said that about Zach Steffen once upon a time? He was out because of an injury. Well, I understand that, right? But he didn't, right. he didn't, and, and I, he didn't well, lose the job. Is, he didn't play poorly. Debate. I am not. This is a separate debate. I right. am not a Zach Steffen. Okay, well, that's a different conversation. But right. Zach Steffen, I, Zach Steffen so, he never played poorly. He never did anything to, to lose the job. I don't know job. about that. Zach Steffen, Zach Steffen gives up an, an easy goal every third game. In my opinion, right. I'm not a Zach Steffen fan. All right. Well, at he, all. he definitely would not have been benched had it not been for getting hurt. Like there was no scenario where he wasn't going to be the goalie, except that he no, got he got hurt in the. Was I don't know. The goal I'm cup? not a Zach Steffen fan. Or was I'm that on the, the record? Was the other thing? As saying if he plays tonight, I disagree with him. All right. Um, I guess we should talk about the Ravens. I guess that's the thing that people actually care about. Drew Forrester is I with us. I can't believe they got hammered like that on Monday night. I went to bed at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, yeah, it was over. Right? There was there was nothing else to watch. It was never over to me. I, I wrote a column today, and it, it's you know it's it's just a reminder. Look, I, Lamar Jackson's the reason. Let's be clear about that. Lamar Jackson's the reason why they're four and one, and we can. He's the whole football team, right? Well, I mean, we can mix in like they wouldn't have won the Detroit game had it not been for an insane kicker, and ironically, yeah, the pass know, catchers, are good. right? They needed Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown to make some plays, but like if you're in the NFL, you should be expected to make some plays. Like Justin Tucker's the only other guy that did something that like he shouldn't be expected to do. If you're in the NFL, you should be expected to make the plays that uh, that that Brown and Andrews have made. Lamar Jackson is the guy that's playing above and beyond what could reasonably be expected from a player in the NFL at his position. So he's the reason. But the thing that I, I can't escape is that we also have to acknowledge what an insane amount of luck went into them winning that game on Monday night. And And you can do both things. That doesn't take away from Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was brilliant, but it wouldn't have mattered – if the Colts had stopped, hadn't stopped trying to go score at a point where they were doing whatever they wanted to against the Ravens' defense, if they had just decided to keep going instead of pulling up and saying, we don't want to try to score a touchdown any longer, we'd rather trust things to our crap field goal. He might be a decent kicker. He was hurt. We'd rather trust things to our kicker. They just gave up. That is an extraordinary amount of good luck. It is an extraordinary amount of luck that goes into winning a, uh, a coin toss at a time where your defense was not going to get you a stop in overtime because they couldn't stop anything as the night was going on. We have to acknowledge that the story was, was very much about Lamar Jackson, but it was also a great deal about incredible good luck. And I think it's important for the Ravens as they go forward as a football team to not be trapped by the idea of we're four and one we're doing everything right you know this is who we should be we can throw the ball 40 times a game y you can but you might have done that on monday night and lost anyway um if you just hadn't gotten an extreme amount of luck i think it's important for them to recognize that there are some serious flaws when it comes to this football team despite their record well first thing i wrote yesterday drew's morning edition after the game was how lucky they were so it's exactly what i wrote um the next to last, or penultimate, as they say, nice. the next to last series that the Colts had where they basically didn't even try to score. They just meandered down the field. 
they and then and then the last series where the their final play with six seconds to go was to just run the ball a yard and a half I, I, with a timeout. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you have tried to throw the ball along the sideline, get another eight or nine yards? You have been lighting up the Ravens secondary, get catch it, call timeout. Like it, the whole thing was bizarre. Um, and so well, there was a lot of luck. Obviously, the biggest stroke of luck was that goof calling heads. And it comes up tails, and the, they go down the field and score right away. Right. As so, ever, as ever, no one's ever said heads never fails. That's, uh, that's it, a fit. You know why it's called tails never fails? Because it doesn't fail. Correct. I understand. Um, I've heard. So, so I, John I, I agree with you. I, I think they're going to get. I think they're going to get blistered this Sunday. I don't know about that. I, mean, I have a bad feeling, but I still yeah, the, think they the Chargers could. don't have a great defense either. Let's I be think fair. They're gonna, I think they're going to get clobbered this Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. But I, to me, the bigger issue is I. I think they need to be aggressive in addressing the run game. I. I think there is this. I, I am very. Well, have running backs. I understand that, but none of them were good. They didn't. They didn't okay. actually like. I and I'm. And I don't know that you can. By the way, I don't know that you can trade for a good running back. I don't know that there's one to be had. Marlon Mack looked but, good when against the Ravens. Yes, I. I get that, but he had better run blocking in front of him than what the Ravens have done in, in run Nelson blocking. Nelson was hurt, wasn't he? He was. He was hurt. That's true. But yeah. they still run. They still block better for the run than what we. Did seen we get the, the record the other night? Nope. They didn't. Do, they didn't do that. But uh, thankfully, they went for anyway. Um, the, Way to go, Vic Fangio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. What? What? what, what? Sure. <laughs> we'll just go with that. We'll just. We'll just go with. Way that. to go. Way to go, Obama. Um. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Any more? You want to keep going? <laughs> Get them all out. Um, huh? Anything else? How do you feel about Coke? Uh, yeah. You uh, you got any opinions about? <laughs> this is Kyle's last time. He's gonna this drive off a cliff on Friday. Let him do hear all the hits. The, do you remember the guy that played for Maryland? Will Likely. I. Yeah. Do you remember him, Kyle? Uh, it's Likely. <laughs> remember him? What about the? Hunter, anger. Anger, anger, yeah. 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 Anger's anger. That's my best one of all time. Well, it might be. I just want you to know that. It might be. You might not anger's, be wrong about that. Anger's yeah. anger. Anger's anger's anger. anger. That's exactly right. All right. Anyway, the moral of the story being, um, I absolutely think this this I am I'm nervous that they believe that they should be a team that throws the ball forty times a game. I'm I'm nervous about that. I'm nervous that when you have success doing it the last couple of weeks that it's what your quarterback wants to be and they get together and they say, well, why wouldn't we do this? Like, why wouldn't we just embrace this? And I don't think it's what you're best suited doing the rest of the season. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think every one of these games, every, every game is a story on its own. And, and there are some games, there are some games when running it, seems to be the tonic and then you'll get a game like the lions selling out to stop the run and Denver selling out to stop the run. And then you have to throw it. And so you do need your quarterback and your receivers to be synced up and you can't say, well, we've only thrown it 33 times the last two games. Like, I don't know. I I, I think this kid is so original and dynamic and authentic that you, you just sort of say, ah, what the hell he'll figure out a way to do it. I, 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 I don't even – I am beyond amazed at him every yes, week. of course. I, I, again, all these things can be true. Lamar Jackson is unbelievable. Nobody is – there is no debating that. The, 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 the doofuses that have tried to argue about this for the last few years, that, that, that's a whole different conversation. 
in in reality, Lamar Jackson is absolutely incredible. It is a joy. I, I feel like I'm watching Jimi Hendrix play at Woodstock when I watch Lamar Jackson play quarterback. It's like watching Denzel Washington in Training Day. Like it is, it is, it's unreal. Josh Hartnett. Yeah, not not quite. A <laughs> little bit. I'd say a little bit. It's Lauren Hill doing Miss Education. Like it's it's unreal getting to watch him. But it's still a separate conversation. You like, think he's gonna make the Ring of Honor? Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one day he might find his way into that thing. My but my point is so separate from that. Like it's that's all well and good. And there's no world in which I'm fearful that Lamar Jackson can't be that. Somebody's ability to be that versus whether or not it's what they're best suited to do. Aaron Rodgers was that guy in Green Bay for a long time, and yet there are plenty of times where they might have been well served to be able to run the ball a little bit. There have been plenty of times right. But you're still talking about an inability to run the ball and like con- comparing that to an ability or a commitment to it when they might not have the ability even if they did commit. Like the Ravens' running back stable has been, but that's part because they don't have a running back. But you're saying you're still advocating for acquiring one. Yes, that's the point. The point is you have to try. If if the problem right now, if 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 they think they've got a running back and they just don't want to run the football, that's a different that's mm-hmm. a different problem. I'm accepting that I think part of the problem is they don't believe they have a running back because the evidence would suggest overwhelmingly that they don't have a running back on this roster. There isn't an NFL running back among this group. Because of that, my suggestion is try to trade for a running back. You got 10 draft picks. There aren't going to be 10 draft picks on this roster come next September. And I get that somebody would say, yeah, but part of the problem is all their draft picks are in the fourth round, and you don't really want to give up a fourth round. It's a weird bit. Like four, I want to say something like four of their draft picks in next year's draft, maybe five, are all in the fourth round. Just a weird way that this all worked out. Uh, yeah, they got the greatest round in the history of the draft, as you'll remember from a few years back. Uh, I get that you don't want to trade that type of price, but you would try to make it a swap, right? Like you would trade a fourth rounder and try to get a fifth or a sixth rounder back in trading for a running back, something along those lines. I'm not. You're not going to use all these draft picks. It's not going to happen. You should be looking to trade for a running back, and I get it. The options are limited. Like you know, I understand that, but to to just put your arms up and say. Well, we don't think we can run the ball. We'll just do this instead. I think that's a, a terrible mistake for a football team to work with for the rest of a season. And you're making that assumption based on what? I mean, you're you're making what assumption I mean, that they don't think they have a running back? Well, yeah, you're like they throwing their arms up, just saying we can't. I mean, I I, have, I I don't know how long it takes to integrate someone into the system. I get it. You hand them the ball and they run with it. Um, I don't know that our offensive line is all that great in the first place. The kid that's their best run blocker just got hurt. Um, You kind of do know, by the way. I mean, Latavius Murray was integrated in two or three weeks. I understand. But this is a five-game sample size, and you can throw the first game or two out. They're just getting here. They haven't even unpacked their bag. I mean, and I do agree on one thing. They need to figure out which one is the one and say, you're the number one guy. We're going to give you the ball 21 times a game, whatever it is, right? Figure out which do, of these you, guys you, you rely on. Do the you most. really think at this point, if they believe they they had that guy, they wouldn't have already identified it? Do you? I mean, do you really? I, think I don't that? know enough about. I don't know enough about how the the inner workings work of getting acclimated to the to the scheme and to the plays and the playbook. I don't know enough about it. But I but I would say to me, three or four games is a small sample size. That's all. <laughs> 
based on your and, eyes, does any? I mean, is there anything that would tell you that any of those guys are though? Right? Like you still watch the football well, games. I, I haven't seen Bell at all, but I think Bell's done. That's I mean, telling I that they enough. didn't have him active last week. Right. I think he's done. I mean, he could still block. Okay. He, but he, they, they're not getting anywhere with him. Um, it doesn't look like Freeman has much other than they throw the ball to him once or twice out of the backfield. He catches it. Murray's the one guy. And by the way, I don't disagree that they should try and trade for somebody. So I'm just saying that, that Murray would be the one guy that to me has the most shelf life remaining and why wouldn't you just say, and I'm not saying you say this directly to him, but why wouldn't you say in the conference room, let's give this guy four weeks and 70 carries or whatever. So make the number up. Four weeks and 60 carries. And if and if in those four weeks or three weeks, even three weeks and 40 carries, if he's not doing it, we got to go find somebody. I, I think that my point back would be, don't you think that what, if they thought that Latavius Murray was capable of being that guy, you don't think that would have already started? Um. I mean, like if they if they thought Latavius Murray could be that guy, and by the way, he was the guy that I was highest on of this group for sure. Like he was the, the guy that I thought blocked. was. He doesn't have enough. But they haven't. Rest. He hasn't even. They haven't even given him the they chance. They gave him a good amount of carries against Denver, and it produced three yards a carry. Yeah. I, I just don't believe that they. If they thought that it was possible, that this was the guy that they wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have zeroed in and said he's going to be the guy for the game versus putting all of them out on the field and sort of hoping for the best. I, I think they're making it abundantly clear that they don't believe they have the guy. You might be right. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, there's that. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, you, you might be right. I, to me, Murray is the one guy that stands out as the one with the most shelf life. But you might be right in that the fact that they have two of those guys just like him shows you they're not convinced he has the shelf life. Um, I hear you. I, 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 I think that's why they need to go try to acquire one running back. Like that's where I'm, where I am. I think they need to acquire a running back and, and see, and by the way, that might not work either for what it's worth. It might not work either. It might be that that guy that you go out and get, you find out the problem really is the blocking or you find out the pro- whatever it is. But I would, I would take that chance because the scrap heap thing is just, it does not appear as though it has worked. I think that their problem down the road will be, that if they can't establish some sort of running game that's really reliable, if they can't do that, there will come a game when that will be the reason why they don't win. I mean, it, 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 it might have been the case on Monday night had it not been for, again, extraordinarily. I'm talking about right, okay. I'm talking about in January. Or, there will be a game where Lamar throws a ball that hits Hollywood's shoulder pad and bounces up in the air, and a guy catches it and runs it back 31 yards. And then Lamar dives in the goal line with four minutes to go and fumbles the ball. And all of a sudden, a game that any other time we would have won 27-23, we lose 27-17 because we don't score. That's fair. That's fair. All right, uh, I'm going to have you play Would You Rather Wednesday before we let you go. Would You Rather Wednesday, also brought to you this week by, ooh, this one's going to be brought to you by the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Special time for the Press Box Fantasy Football Show tomorrow. We'll be doing the show at 10 a.m., Ken Zalis will be here normally at 11.30, but for one week only at 10 a.m. It's brought to you by CCBC as well as Glory Days Grill in the Maryland Department of Transportation. Press Box Fantasy Football Show tomorrow morning. Facebook.com slash Press Box Sports. Press Box Online. I'll call you back. Probably important, though, for what it's worth. It's probably very important. All right. uh, It's my dentist. Oh, oh, how's that going? By the way, uh, I finally... 
I finally got one of those uh, water flossers. Uh, oh. I'll never go back. I don't know how anyone will ever use. Uh, is it just like being at the dentist when they do that whole little spray it's, thing? It's, it's unbelievable. Like, it's unbelievable. I don't know how anybody uses. Do you get the toothbrush with the water flosser? Yes, it's the same thing. Your toothbrush is your water flosser. It's unbelievable. I have no I idea know. how I've lived until this point in my life. They're the best. Might be worth an investment, I All suppose. of the what nonsense. Uh, like 150 I want to say. Can't do it. I got the nice one with like the extra brush heads because we got kids and all that too. So what do they like to steal your on. brush heads? Uh, I don't know, but Grant, uh, my my six year old already broke one. I don't know how he did it. He already broke a brush head. <laughs> like we've only had the thing for a few weeks, and all one of them's already broke. I got to order a new one. Would you rather? Uh, number one, would you rather? Ronnie Stanley surprises everyone and comes back this week and immediately looks like Ronnie Stanley again. Not like uh, whoever that guy that was playing in week one of the NFL season. He looks like Ronnie Stanley, but. It means that Patrick Queen continues to, to to look like the Patrick Queen that we've seen. It continues to be brutal. Or starting this week, Patrick Queen becomes the guy we already thought always thought he was going to be, but Ronnie Stanley doesn't play again this season. I'll take Ronnie Stanley. Because they need Ronnie Stanley more than they need Patrick Queen. I mean, did you see the defense on Monday night? Yeah, but they need they need to keep they need their number one most important thing is to keep Lamar healthy. And if Ronnie Stanley helps keep him healthy, Ronnie Stanley, all the way. I mean, Villanueva has done a fairly good but job. Here's part of the problem with Queen, and I'm the first one to say it, and I do want credit for this. Oh, oh, okay. You're reporting something? Is this, is this, uh, did, did you run this by Bruce Allen before you put the report out? It's a little, I sent him an email. It's yeah. a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a outside the box thing. But I'm telling you, it's true. I, I, it's going to be a pun related to Queen, and I'm trying to figure out what No, it it's is. not. I'm it's not a pun to, at all. I'm trying to figure out how he's going to get there. The dude needs a real number. Okay, there we go. All right. Um, I, I, you think I'm kidding? All right. Works for if Hollywood. Number was, yeah, I mean, he's wearing number five. Yeah. It's just fine. There is no linebacker worth his salt wearing number six. All right. All right, so we we did. We got there eventually. We got there eventually. I could experiment with the idea of if Queen can do nothing but blitz, using him in a pass rush sort of capacity and trying him on the edge. But, you know, I hear you. I'm just telling you, if the dude had a real linebacker's number, he'd be way better. You can't play linebacker and wear number six. Do you have any thoughts about uh, Paul Areola when we were talking soccer? Do you have any thoughts about him? Yeah, he should probably have changed his name at birth. Wow, that's that. Proctor couldn't believe that you didn't make the joke that, that Paul Ariola was a boob. He couldn't believe right. that you didn't take that immediate low hanging fruit and make that joke. Also, it, 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 uh, by the way, it's technically pronounced Ariola. Yeah, all right, thank you. Also, no, this his name is. I know, I know. Thank you, I appreciate it. I know that. Thank you. Um, also, I did like this one. He says, "Of course, of course, Drew would be a, a Dodgers fan." He remembers finally going to the games in Brooklyn. He remembers it quite well. Yeah. Proctor's pretty funny. Andy. What time does he do back in Boys There now? we go. Any more? This is your last time. With You got any more you want to get out quickly before we got to let you go? Oh, oh, no. What about some advice? You got any advice uh, for Kyle as he, he moves forward in his life? I don't know. I Yeah, I do, Kyle. Yeah. I would be sure you thoroughly read the employee manual. <laughs> <laughs> When you get there, because this is the this is not 1988. Right, right. There are rules now, and there are intricacies in the workplace 
that have to be respected. I, I email Bruce Allen from private. Correct. Email. Yeah. And when yeah. you send Bruce Allen an email, you definitely don't use yeah. your company email. You, you yeah. use the uh, the old Hotmail account that you've been keeping as a burden. All right. Uh, anything I can plug for you? I know the answer is no, but I ask anyway. Um, you know, DrewsMorningDish.com. We're rolling along. We had the stats nerd today. We had John Darcy reviewing the Ravens win. Um, so we got a lot of good stuff. We'll be, of course, tuned in tonight for the big U.S. soccer game against Costa Rica. By the way, uh, this is going to sound terrible. So I'm going to maybe just say maybe this. don't maybe just like not say no, it. Yeah. it needs to be said Doesn't because matter. they because they all do it. You say now. the word well, need. John Gruden felt similarly. Yeah. Melanie, Melanie Newman started it and it got on my nerves. And by the end of the year, all the Oriole broadcasters were doing it and it really got on my nerves. You don't have to roll your R's when you're pronouncing these Latin players' names. I mean, you just I mean if it's how they pronounce their name, you, you, then that's what you, you do. You you don't have to do that. I, you don't have sound, to, but I mean, like if you mean sound, if you mean from like a legal if you mean from a legal standpoint, you're right. right. Legally speaking, you don't have to do it. You do not have to say Ramon de Rios is up to the up, Well, also, the not every R is rolled in Spanish. But you either. don't I understand that. But if that's how he tells you his name is pronounced, no, no, no. that's how you wrong. pronounce it. You're wrong, too. I'm going to make this very clear. But one of us is a play-by-play guy. Well, I know oh, you, yeah. You know, you did, uh, yeah. you did uh, Johns Hopkins for a minute. Right. You don't – It. she started it. It sounded like she was a dork. The rest of them followed suit. Let's maybe, they all sound let's like maybe ease up on all this. Let's maybe – Let's maybe ease up a little bit, Chief. They all remember what, you just, like remember what you just said about reading the manual? <laughs> remember what you just said? I'm allowed to make a personal opinion assessment of someone's yeah. bald cat. Yeah, skills. yeah. I think it's gotten some people in trouble in the past. I think that well, there's been some problems that have come from And You know what? If the shoe fits, tie it up and wear it. At It's a Hooded Four Iron on Twitter. Uh, go, go yell at a cloud. All right? Go, I'll, go out there and shake your face. I'm going to miss you. You've been a great asset to the show. In a lot of ways, you've been the biggest ass set of the show. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, there it is. All right. And yeah. I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you, sir. I hope it goes great for you. You'll do great things. You're certainly, no matter where you're going, it's an upgrade. I think you know that. <laughs> I, I, um, by the way, and he picked the finest club in town, and I think he's going to do a great job. What's the song you're going to be stripping to? Uh, uh, what's the... It's uh, it's YMCA. YMCA. Yeah. That's a bad choice. Oh. I thought, I thought <laughs> you said it was Are you the be... construction guy? I always was fond of the construction <laughs> I'm all four of them. They have all these outfits in the back. That is me. phenomenal. <laughs> that is phenomenal. All right, boys. All right. Well, uh, we will, unfortunately, we will continue to talk to you moving forward, just not with Kyle any longer. See you, pal. There, there he is, Drew Forrester. Drewsmorningdish.com. Did you know today was no bra day? I didn't. I just learned Why that. do you think I'm not wearing one? I, I didn't know. I <laughs> thought that maybe you were just making your own statement. I didn't know you were just falling in line with the sheep and doing what other people were doing. And apparently today is national no bra day, so uh, a, joyous, a joyous day. Celebrate as you will. I, I don't know what any of that means. All right, hour number one is in the books. It's been brought to you by Grade 8's memorabilia. Baltimore Celeb Fest 2 is this Saturday featuring the Grade 8 stable, headlined by Kurt Angle, who you heard on the program yesterday. You can get your tickets, your meet-and-greet passes right now at grade8smemorabilia.com. Of course, our next Tyus Bowser show is this coming Tuesday night down at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. We can't wait to be there with Tyus and a special guest. Find out more at pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. The Tyus Bowser show is brought to you by our friends at Great Eights Memorabilia, as well as Pressbox and True Strong Services. 
Um, I, I shared all the Would You Rather Wednesday scenarios, correct? You did, yeah. Get your responses in. We're going to talk about that in hour number two of the program at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. Those are ways you can get in. Somebody's winning that $25 gift card to Glory Days Grill every week. There's always someone who likes to prove to me just how much they don't understand not only this show, but the concept of Would You Rather, which is a well-known parlor game that has existed for I believe hundreds of years, um, but you, as always, guy on the internet, you're probably the guy who knows better. That's that. I would always take that if if I were you and I was a guy that had a Twitter account. I would always assume that I know more than the person who posted something. I would always make that assumption. That's very helpful. One, everybody knows that. It's always very helpful. And you never look like an ass in the process. If they're just trying to get under your skin, they're probably going to continue. Uh, no, this is somebody that literally, this is this is just somebody that thinks that they're very smart and needs to show how smart they are. I just need to make sure that, you know, you're very, very smart. You're a very special boy. I'm like that uh, the guy that did the Trump impression that got hired by SNL. We're all going to go back and we're going to get in the bed and we'll watch one PG-13 movie. Like you're a very special boy. You're very smart. And this is a great way to make friends and influence people is to try to show how smart you are in your replies to other people on Twitter. It's just, I would say, a dynamite way for you to go about uh, uh, living your life. And congratulations to you. Thanks. Bob. Bob was the uh, guilty party this morning. All right. uh, We'll come back in and play a little Would You Rather Wednesday. It's Glenn Clark Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Tyus Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Tyus Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressboxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. It's brought to you by Pressbox. Grade 8's memorabilia, and true strong services. Hi, it's Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. You know, a lot of things change with the season this time of year. The leaves change, temperatures change, your clothing changes, but the one thing that stays rock solid is the quality windows, installation, and customer service from Window Nation. Plus, their amazing offer, buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. They never cut corners when it comes to quality and transparency from start to finish. Call 866-90NATION today or online at windownation.com. It's the perfect time for Window Nation, the perfect fit. I love you more than rock and roll. I love you more than a swimming hole. I love you more than pinball, but not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash and Ravens prizes. I love you more than gumballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven scratch-offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. I love driving my tractor trailer. And just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you, and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, 
Can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The latest issue of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey, who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You are out. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. I just found out that I I got ordained by another group recently. Seems like a mistake on their part. I don't know why I did that. Why did I get ordained by the American Marriage Ministries? I didn't perform, a, to my knowledge, I didn't perform a wedding anytime recently. Why would I have done that? This is more of the rhetorical. It's a strange. Sort of question, yeah, right? I don't really know. I don't know why that is. I, I found I was a. Uh, I did a game uh, that involved American University last night. Is that they requiring just, you to be ordained? No, for that now? no, not at all. I was uh, moving my uh, email over to um, an, e- an email that I had with the folks at American over to the American University folder, and as I was searching American, I found that I had a folder for American Marriage Ministries, and I was like, well, "What the hell? Like, I don't understand that at all." Of course, everybody well, knows congratulations, I, was, by the way. I was once ordained as a Dudist priest, yeah. so I was already ordained to perform ceremonies, but I don't I don't remember why that would have been. Why? I know you expected me to, but I do not have the answer. That's very weird. Very weird, Kyle. Even weirder than the fact that I was ordained by the American, yeah, correct. you know, that's that's the weirdest thing about all of this that you didn't know. All right, back in here for hour number two of the program. Today's show also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Football. You should be playing Underdog for a bunch of reasons. One, because it's a lot of fun. There's so many different games, player props, parlays. Um, they have those traditional weekly and daily fantasy contests that you know from other uh, fantasy football companies that have been prominent in recent years. But they've got things that make you feel more like you're betting, which you still cannot do in the state of Maryland, although we th- we think we're getting very close to that. Um, on top of that, when you use the code PRESSBOX, either at underdogfantasy.com or when you download the Underdog Fantasy Football app. If you deposit 10 bucks or more, we're going to give you $10 free to play with uh, at Underdog Fantasy Football. So I would get on that right now if I were you, Underdog Fantasy Football. Would you rather Wednesday? Number one, would you rather? Ronnie Stanley surprises everyone. He's back this week. And he looks like Ronnie Stanley again, unlike the guy that showed up in week one and did not look like Ronnie Stanley. But it means that Patrick Queen continues to be the Patrick Queen that we've seen this season. It's it's just a mess. Or Patrick Queen becomes the guy the Ravens thought he was going to be immediately starting this week, but we don't see Ronnie Stanley again this year. I'm going to have to go with Stanley. Okay. Um, Patrick Queen, highly disappointing, no doubt about it. It's been part of the problem on defense. Um, but he can't guard the second receiver. He's not going to. Well, he can't be Anthony Averett. He can't guard both the tight end and running backs, which have both given issues. I mean, not not at the same moment, but he can. Right on any given route, like the Chargers when they take the field, right, are going to have Eckler, Cook. And Parham, mm-hmm. the good old Parham. I believe Parham. they just go with Parham. I believe that's all it He's is. He's a good Parham. Yeah. Uh, all of whom 
are threats to catch the football mm-hmm. and good athletes. And granted, it'd be nice to be able to have one of them, in theory, covered. But I'm not confident that it's still not going to be negligible in the grand scheme of things and that they won't be able to move the football anyway. So the Stanley thing is twofold. You get a all-pro caliber left tackle to protect Lamar Jackson. And you get a better run blocker to improve upon what Alejandro Villanueva is likely deficient at. And he's been better than we could have hoped at left tackle. He Mm -hmm. has stepped up far more that side than he did in week one on the right side. There's no doubt about that. But, I mean, we're not going to... You're not going to pretend he's even I – mean, he's he's a middling at best. I don't disagree with that necessarily. Yeah. I don't disagree with it. So there are a couple ways to skin a cat. While we don't expect there to be necessarily a giant improvement in the talent of the backfield barring an acquisition. Yeah, and it's part of – Ronnie Stanley's return to me is not going to drastically change this team's run game because I don't It'll think It'll turn any of three guys. to four, I think. Let's put it that way. Maybe. I think that Maybe. you have the ability to – when Nick Boyle returns as well. well. I think that's a bigger help, yes. All of it. I mean, Stanley was a tremendous run blocker in addition to his pass protection. So you are now looking at a line where across the board – I'm not sure where the weakness would be. Uh, granted, the left guard situation is questionable, but Cleveland's injury wasn't as bad as maybe it could have been, and Powers has been off and on, and there's nothing to get too excited about. But you would be getting back one of the best left tackles in all of football. Um, it's it's tilted uh, towards Stanley after it was 50-50 to begin with. Um, I'll go through some of the responses um, from Matt, Stanley returning. I think our defensive woes run deeper than linebacker play, so he agrees with you. Got to protect the MVP. That's the first, second, and third priority for the Ravens this year. Uh, Antonio, Stanley comes back like himself. Uh, we might be able to run the ball better, which would help keep Queen off the field more. We're getting by with this line, but in all of our playoff losses, we lose the line of scrimmage, so I'd rather a healthy Ronnie. Um, Zach Goodman from the bat around is on the Patrick Queen train. Queen, the Ravens desperately need competent play at inside linebacker. Nick Kelly is with you. Stanley return. I'll take my chances with this bad defense that the Ravens can have a better offensive line with their stud linemen to boost the running game. It's an interesting thought that I hadn't considered from Aaron. Aaron says, Glenn, I feel like there's actually kind of a cheat code in this Would You Rather Wednesday scenario. Because what you're allowing for is there to be a scenario where Patrick Queen becomes a great player, and then when Ronnie Stanley returns next year, he's a great player too. In the other scenario, you get a great player in Ronnie Stanley, but it's certain that Patrick Queen is going to be garbage. So I think that you've allowed us to cheat, and the answer has to be Patrick Queen. Garbage for this year. You didn't say it's forever. I didn't say it was forever, but you're very hard-pressed to believe that that – in one scenario, Ronnie Stanley is Ronnie Stanley, right? Like, the track record that we have with him is he's really good. The track record that we have of Patrick Queen is not that. Well, but um, you didn't necessarily say that he would return at full strength next year either. Who? Pat Stanley. Stanley? You I said mean, that I, he would be I, back next year. But you're not like – look, injuries are weird. There's no I, I do not live in fear that Ronnie Stanley is going to be – that this is going to impact him for the rest of his career. I think that's unreasonable. I think that's an unreasonable – I think he's got a point – Aaron does, and it's a bit of a loophole. It's almost kiling it up, right? Like, it's almost. 
but it's not quite because it's reasonable. It's reasonable within there to say, well, we know this guy's going to be good whenever he gets back onto the field because that's what we've seen from him. We don't know if the other guy's ever going to be good because we've never seen it before. So in one scenario, you present a scenario where you have two really good football players and the other one you don't. I think that's a I don't think he's wrong to point that out. I think that there is a point to be made because what we've seen from Ronnie Stanley is if he's healthy, he's likely to be a very good football player. That's what he's been. Um, uh, from Steve, O-line play is the least of our issues. And we coverage by Queen and others have the defense giving up yardage at an alarming rate. Ronnie sits. Give me a Pro Bowl inside linebacker. Um, uh, John Proctor actually agrees. He says, our, de- our, our offensive line has been better after the Raiders game. I think we need the linebacker play more at the moment. That said, heal quickly, Ronnie. Um, uh, Antoine says, Stanley, because you can fix the linebacker position via trade or other personnel. Uh, let's go ahead. Number two, uh, that's, the, uh, that's the Bond question. Would you rather it be Idris Elba? who will be 50 years old before they would even begin shooting the next Bond film, or someone quite younger and who has a little bit better betting odds at the moment in Regé Jean Page. Idris. Okay. I don't know anything about Jean Page. And Idris mm-hmm. is going to age fine. I mean, I'm not concerned about him, how he's going to look at 58 or 59, frankly. I mean, he's pretty fit. Right fit, as oh, they he's, say. He's quite fit. There's yeah. no debate about that. He, yeah. That man looks quite good with uh, his uh, shirt off. There's yeah. no question about that. That's all I got. I okay, mean, it's that's just all simple you got. as that. That's all you got. Um, uh, Proctor points out maybe there's a different way to play it. Page is Elba in flashbacks when he was 007. Now an older Elba is an M-type position. You're trying to cheat. You're trying to Kyle it up. You're trying to Kyle it up. Oh, he says, but all Kyling it up aside, if Liam Neeson can do Taken, then Elba can handle a run at 007. That's overwhelmingly for Elba, so I'm not going to continue any longer. Nobody cares about it. We're not the horny woman viewership it, it, it's, of Bridgerton. It, it, you guys are being way too dismissive of this guy. You guys are being way too dismissive of because he was on Bridgerton. This guy's legit. There's a reason why he's literally we'll got bet the your second. house. I'm not going to bet my house on anything. That's insane. There's a reason why he's literally got the second best betting odds to be James Bond, despite the fact that he has less of a track record than some of these other guys that we're talking about. If he's Bond, I'll never see one again. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. How much did you know about Daniel Craig before he became Bond? I knew about him. Tell me, tell me about all the things you knew about Daniel Craig before he became Bond. He was an actor. Thank you. British. Thank you. He's also more well-known than Regé Jean Page. You, no, you, you think that way because you're creating a narrow... Regé Jean Page was famous enough to host Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but He's that was always a He's extraordinarily famous. Yes, he was a guy at the time that a lot of us were like, who is this guy? Because he wasn't... We weren't into the thing that he was in. It's a really effing big deal. Look, I get it. You're all hot and bothered. Regé Jean I'm, Page. He's very, he's very attractive. There's no debating that. He's an extraordinarily attractive man. All right, we'll save number three because we've got to get to David Steele. We'll get to number three here in a minute. Continue to get me your responses at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio for Would You Rather Wednesday. Project Game Day returns this Sunday. I actually don't – I still don't know yet who uh, the co-host is going to be for Project Game Day, the post-game show, because uh, Rita bailed on me so she could go to Versus on Sunday. Oh, I'm, I'm so sure that's a big deal. I'm so sure that's something you need to be at. Uh, but we'll be announcing that shortly, who uh, my co-host will be for the post-game show. Of course, um, both the post-game and the halftime show, facebook.com slash pressboxsports, post-game pressboxonline.com slash radio as well. It's all brought to you by Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, and Underdog Fantasy Football, Project Game Day, every game day this season. 
Our friend David Steele is going to join us next. We're going to talk about the Ravens. We're going to talk about Lamar. We're going to talk about John Gruden and the NFL. We're going to talk about all of it next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites, like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on Drag. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Hey, it's KZ. The Press Box Fantasy Football Show is back, as always, on Thursdays. You can catch it at 1130. We're brought to you this year, CCBC and Glory Days Grill. You can catch the show two ways, Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports or PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. The slash radio is if you want to listen. On Facebook is if you actually want to see my ugly face. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. DFS, daily lineups, keepers, all kinds of fun stuff. Please tune in, Press Box Fantasy Football Show every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on PressBox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. It's brought to you by PressBox, Great Eights Memorabilia, and True Strong Services. Nothing but net. All right, back in here on GCR. If you missed it earlier in the week, Stan the Fan and Ross Grimsley caught up with the great Kenny Singleton, and that show is available right now. Facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports. Click on the videos tab or go to pressboxonline.com slash video. Stan shows, as always, 
are brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. And uh, he and Gary Stein tonight are going to do another show to get you ready for this weekend and the incredible in, uh, Maryland five-star event out at Fair Hill, which is a really, really big deal. Um, I know it's not something that everybody is into, but it's the type of thing that we need to embrace in our area because it's going to be bringing a lot of money to the region. Um, and so they're going to try to get you ready for that as it happens this weekend. Let's talk a little Ravens. Let's talk a little bit about some other things going on in the football world. You know, John Gruden, things like that. He is, of course, our friend, Mr. David Steele, who you've been reading for a long time, and he is back with us now here on GCR. What's going on, sir? How are you? Uh, I'm a little sleep deprived over these last couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Drama. Anything with, going uh, on? That team of this league, it's it's crazy. Anything at all going on in the world? Just anything <laughs> at all? That, um, <laughs> man, I am I'm in a weird place, right? I, but by the way, I, I do want to start with this. I don't. I'm not trying to get you to attack someone else, but it's an honest question. All right. Have you ever in your life sent? an entire story to a source <laughs> and said, Hey, read over this. And, uh, you ever, you ever done that David Steele? An, an unequivocal. Absolute. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's, uh, and, 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 and I've been asked. Sure. Right. A hundred percent. Can I, can I see it before it runs? Yeah. Question. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, we'll just give it sent to us. Let us, let us look at it first. I'm like, no, Nope. Not not the way this works. Not no, the way this works. Ever. Not the way it works whatsoever. <laughs> that, yeah, but, and this is what I mean. It's like it, 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 every. I mean, and it's been just that kind of year. I mean, you, we all know what 2021 and 2020, and most of the last what five six years have been like. That literally every morning you wake up and it's it's something new. I was now was not ready for that at all, and in in, in any way here. Okay, how did that become a part? of this story that just has so many tentacles already. But yeah, that was, that was crazy. I, I really am struggling, David. Like I'm not struggling with the part where like, you know, racism exists because we know that um, I'm not started struggling with the part where misogyny exists. Cause we know like none of that. You can't get me to, to pretend to be surprised by any of that. There, That's never yeah. going to happen. Um, yeah. The part that's surprising to me and maybe surprising is still the wrong word because you know, they've got the power, but I, I really can't, believe how far the NFL is willing to go to try to protect Dan Snyder like I I get that Roger Goodell works for the owners I understand that like the NFL and this is the part that people struggle with the NFL as an entity is the 32 owners right like I understand that but at some point there's 31 others right like at some point when it's just been embarrassment after embarrassment after embarrassment after embarrassment I can't believe there isn't at some point a moment where they all get together and say, all right, enough, just leak out whatever it is that's going to turn the tide and, and, and end this. Someone else wants to own that franchise, and they're going to be just as interested in making money as Dan Snyder has been. Yeah, I, I, and it even goes beyond the, the, the thing that most people say to sort of justify it. Like, well, just imagine what he has on the other. I mean, we, we again, we, we know we've gotten evidence just over and over and over again that most of the other owners have just mountains of dirt and that they, they are the people who we thought they were and who they've shown themselves to be. I mean, you don't even have to look at emails and, and, and text messages and, and, and phone calls, and things like that, to know what kind of people run this league. I mean, we, Jerry, Jerry Jones pretty much stands on a mountaintop 
and and blast it, you know, through you know through, through massive speakers. Yep. Every time he opens his mouth, we know what this league is like. I mean, we we see things like okay. Oh gee, I'm, I'm shocked that this sport is, is is racist. Oh look, they don't hire black coaches ever. Like, like one every three years or whatever, and they, you know, just you know, they 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 blackball the black quarterback for protesting racism and just all these things that this gone. The, the way they treat women, the way they treat. I mean, oh my God! I mean, to, to see the Michael Sam stuff bubble back to the to the to the surface, you know, just to slap everybody in the face. It just. You know, this is who they are, and yet somehow Dan Snyder's the untouchable one. Right. I mean, they got Jerry Richardson out of there. They 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 had enough of him, and you figured, well, that that sort of maybe that sort of cracks the door open to maybe changing things for the better and ushering in just a new way of doing things and showing that this that the, the people who run this league have some sort of standards that they feel they have to live up to just for the sake of you know, the the public that they that they serve. But but yeah, but this this Snyder stuff is just I mean, all year stuff has been coming out about what's going on in that organization with the, the treatment of women and the harassment and the just the I mean the the the, the you know the whole thing with Gruden and Bruce Allen and topless photos of chill. I mean how? Right. How does it benefit them to have him around anymore? Correct. And I know I'm just I'm I I feel like I'm rambling, but it's just No, I it it's, is, it's 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 genuinely stunning, Dave. Like it really yeah. is genuinely stunning <laughs> that a group of people couldn't just get in a room and say, "All right, that, enough, enough. Yeah. We've 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 shielded this guy. We've protected him for forever. Enough." Like and and the argument that well, he's helping them make money and he's one of the most vocal about doing the, the, the awkward things. Sort of, that there is some other billionaire that is going to <laughs> Jeff Bezos wants to. He's an evil person that wants to make money. You can find the, like the notion that Dan Snyder is the only evil a hole that would be willing to try to help you make money is insane. Uh, I mean, every and that's the, the the funniest thing when you know at various times a year, every year, you know, there's this big surge about everyone crying poor and the ratings are going down and they're losing money and we're on the brink of, of bankruptcy and where financial collapse is imminent. Yeah. Yes, you know that there are multiple. Yes. Billionaires. Yes. Begging to yes. get into like every sport. Give Most me. of all the NFL, because it's just a giant ATM machine. Correct. Just, you know, well, however rich you are, you're going to get richer by buying into the NFL and owning a franchise. So there's enough people would be lined up just literally to around the world and through the oceans and everything else to buy a team in this market. You know, but, I mean, they talk about building a new stadium. I mean, you know, I mean, people—you know, people do when they buy state. The, the states and because you get three different municipalities they, they throw money the, at you. you right, three different governments are competing to build them a stadium. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta protect this guy. Gotta that pre- guy. Yeah, gotta. And other leagues, and we we know the history. Other leagues have done it. Oh. You know, Donald Sterling gone. March shot gone. Probably six or seven hockey owners gone. But here, what? It's really, it's really unreal, man. I mean, it's it's truly unreal the lengths they're willing to go to protect Dan Snyder. I mean, that's the again, that's the only surprising part about any of it. That's the only surprising part is how far they're willing to go. Like, what's the next thing that could possibly come out for them to just be like, yeah, but you know, we're not going to release our findings. 
It's Ooh. like it's it's that simple. Just release the damn report. But nope, we know, yeah. we know. How damning must it be that they aren't willing to release this report? Like how in based on what we know that's gotten out there, how much worse does this report have to be that they're unwilling to release it? It's, that's really that's really that's really amazing. I mean, all, all you got to do is just hint a little bit oh. at what at, at what goes on in the inner workings of that league, just by like just like they, they they really basically only quoted like three or four of the John Gruden emails. Oh. I mean that's just I mean that, that that's not even scratching the surface. No that's, question. And, and they, you know, and there are six hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> oh. I mean, uh, it's ooh, ooh. yep. yep. And, <laughs> I mean, Dave, this is where we are. I mean, that's where we are. David Steele is with and, us. And, and, and Adam Schefter got dragged into it somehow. What? I mean, what? I mean, not it's, dragged it's, into it's it. Not, it ain't, I mean, it's just, not a good look. It's not a good look. Where does it not go if it doesn't? If, it, if it's going there, it's not a good look. Um, <laughs> David, you know, here's let me let me try to approach this a, a, a little bit. You know, we have we're having fun. We're laughing about it as much as we can. And I, I, I am a as a white man. I'm uncomfortable ever suggesting that I know how a black person should feel about anything. And so, some of the reaction to Mike Tirico and Tony Dungy, I'm not comfortable stepping in there because whether I agree disagree, I don't believe it's my place to tell a black person how they should feel about anything. Right? Like I just, I, I can't do that. Um, you for those for those that don't know, believe it or not, David. Is not a white man. <laughs> um, I'm not. Have not been. Still aren't. What you know? My my response in generically, not directly to them, but generically is, and I said this about my my buddy Kyle. I said, um, look, I I know Kyle. I love Kyle. He's a friend. We've known each other. We work together daily for seven years. If somebody came to me and said, uh, we saw some things that Kyle said, and I, I, I'm not trying to suggest that anything like that exists. I want to make that very clear. Um, we saw some things that Kyle said. Do you want to respond? I love him dearly, like a brother, and I would say, not an effing chance. <laughs> like, there's no chance. I'm going to wait. I'm going to get as much information as I possibly can. I'm, there's no world in which I'm going to put myself out there, even for someone I've been around every day. I'm not going to do that. Um, what what did you make of that? How you know, how, as someone who's not dealing with what I'm dealing with and a different skin color, um, what was your response to what happened over the weekend? Oof, there, there's so many there, there's so many uh, branches to that. Um, one of them is it's exactly it, it's exactly that. It's like we one of the people in that conversation was just you know just the, the, the two were synonymous with. Monday Night Football, it's the biggest, you know, uh, marquee platform the league has. And as much as I say, yeah, it's, it's uh, Sunday Night Football, but not. It's the spiritual continuation of, like, Cosell and all that stuff. I mean, that's it's a huge thing. And, and Bruden was part of it. Drinkle was part of it. And, yeah, you know, the prudent thing, the thing people would almost assume, it, I think people went into that thinking, What's he going to say? He's not going to say anything. He's going to tiptoe. He's going right. to tap dance around it. Right. He didn't even do that. He nope. just unequivocally, unquestionably cleared his throat. Did, yep, and just said, "I'm just, just totally just, just stood behind him and said he's this and he's not that, and just, just with with such certainty and absolutism, knowing that okay, there's no way in the world he did not know at least a little." about the depth of what was being said. I mean, even if you're just strictly going on 
the one thing that we knew of at that moment, which was the stuff about Demore Smith. How do you sit there and say, well, despite this thing that's staring me, me and the rest of the world right in the face, I can tell you absolutely that he's this and he's not that and he's uh, and he's like, how? <laughs> I mean, I mean that's not, unless that's literally your blood brother or blood sister. Like, how do you even, how do you, how do you do that? Is this the guy you work for? I mean, I, I love my sister. I'm not sure that I would do that for her. If I see that, if I see that coming up, just, I'm, I really, I'm like, yeah. like yeah. no comment, take the yep. piss. Yep. You like, know, let me just not leave the I'm, studio. And I'm going to choose exactly right. Over. Yeah. yeah. You, you want to have, you want to have this conversation by all means, uh, <laughs> but you're not going to put me out there to be the one to do it. That's exactly. Yeah. Let me, let me recuse myself. Yeah. And, and with that, you know, Tony Dungy's sitting right next to him. He gets asked the same question. My my feeling about stuff like this is, and we're, you know, we're, we're, we're putting these situations, when I say we, I mean black people in this business and sort of in society in general. Mm-hmm. We can put these positions all the time. It's like, you know, we have to be the ones to speak up about something that, you know, we did not start, we did not, we, we, we were not part of, but which clearly deeply affects us. And there are so few of us that we're actually in the position to actually do something, say, to say something. He's been a spokesman. He's been an advocate. He's been a Hall of Fame coach. He's been somebody who's broken the barriers and has stood up for this and that. If you have a, if you have that kind of power, and it's so rare in this business and in the society, how do you use it like that mm. and mm. say, I'm mm. sure it was nothing. It was 10 years ago. I would just, you know, I'm sure everything is fine. You know, I'm just like, what, 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 hmm. what, what did we go through all this for over the last, whatever, 30 or 40 years of your life and your career and everything that we see? If you're just going to stand up there and give him, for what he did, a free pass. How? Why, 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 did we, why did you go through that at all? If when you get the chance to really do something, change something, make a statement about something, you just back off and say, I, that, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. It's a one-time thing. It was a long time ago. I'm sure, you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. That would, you know, I, I will just say that that would not be me. It's a very, I would not it's a very fair question, and I think it's an extraordinarily fair point. David Steele is with us uh, here on Glenn Clark Radio. All right, uh, David, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you this. Uh, I got an email last Friday. It was from the NFL Network, and they were uh, promoting their their Saturday episode of Good Morning Football, and thought I'd be interested in perhaps sharing with my uh, listeners and. And, and readers what they were going to be talking about on their Saturday show. And um, there was a bunch of different bullet points. Like, for example, um, they were going to – how can the Cincinnati Bengals pull off an upset of quarterback Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? I bet that was a great segment, right? I bet that was a really good one. Here's, <laughs> yeah. a, here's another segment that they were doing on the Saturday morning show, and I just wanted to, you to know about this. They were going to do a segment on Good Morning Football, and the bullet point is, should the Baltimore Ravens be worried about Lamar Jackson's struggles in the passing game? That Good was on, morning, football. We're going to discuss that. That was on the National Football League Network's uh, programming on Good Morning Football on, on Saturday. Not, not at the beginning of the season, <laughs> not two years ago. This was on Saturday after, <laughs> after the Broncos game and after the Lions game. They were going to run that on Saturday. Now, I don't know. I didn't, I, no offense, I did not tune in to the Good Morning Football program. It's not, I didn't, in, in fairness, I don't watch any of those shows. It's just my, that's my world. I, I don't watch any of them. Um, 
that was a doozy. That was like it just hit me because that's not that's not even one of the like shows that you'd expect to do something like that, right? Like that's not even the big the Billy Big Voice shows where they just sort of say anything to try to get attention. Um, that was on on a show that for the most part, like I think people have kind of liked and and thought was fairly. Re- I don't know. Again, I don't watch it. Um, I, I I I'm I'm blown away by how long it's taken, right? I I I'd like to hope that there are going to be like there's going to be less of an ability now moving forward for people to, to show their ass in this way. But you know, this is America in 2021 and <laughs> people love showing their ass. It's just something that we love doing. Um, how, how amazing is it to you? How far people have been willing to go to try to uh, refuse to acknowledge that Lamar Jackson's legitimately one of the greatest players in modern NFL history. I, <laughs> you know, sometimes you really think that at this point in your life and your career and in your years of watching football that you really have seen everything. I mean, it's weird. We just finished talking about these horrible emails, this whole situation with Bruden and Snyder and the owners, and you have, and you can actually say, yeah, okay, we've actually seen some version of this before in a long time. Yep. This is just un- completely uncharted territory. The, the effort, I, I, you should know, try to compare to other, I don't know, just other, other people who just, for whatever reason, just rubbed everybody the wrong way. It just was just People were just unable to look at them with, with clear eyes, with any sort of level of, 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 of objectivity or, or, or I don't know. I, I literally don't know what people, I mean, I, I'm afraid to think of what they're seeing, but I don't know what people are seeing when they see Lamar Jackson play and say, you know, not I don't like him. I don't like how he plays. I don't like how he looks. I don't like how he throws. I don't, I don't like his hair or whatever. When they say he can't pass <laughs> or he can't win or he can't succeed, all you ask is like, what What could you possibly be looking at when you say this? And now, I mean, are they going to revive this segment next week? After what we saw Monday night? I mean, you know, only the gra- <laughs> only legitimately the greatest passing performance in the history of football. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and there's that story when you see things like there have been 4,000 games like this. And that has never happened. But it's like, this is the guy you literally said needed to change positions. Ugh. And that, okay, and just take that into consideration that four years ago, just people with, with, with voices and platforms and credibility and name recognition and decades and decades of credentials were saying, you cannot play, you cannot play this position in the NFL. You need to change to another position. Please go run a 40 at the combine so we can see and go catch, go run some pass patterns. And four years later, we're seeing this. And yet they're talking about him in the exact same way as they did four years ago. <sighs> It's not even a like. Are you watching this thing? It's like I don't know. I I, really, I'm I'm, I'm out of words. Yeah, I I mean, the guy is the guy is. It's it's. I I compare. It's like watching Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock right now. It's like watching. I, I, I did a column today, and I said, I, the, I don't know what else there is to say about Lamar Jackson at this point. I really did. I used the words. Yeah. I'm like, it's Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock. It's Lauryn Hill doing miseducation right now. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's Denzel and Training Day. It's, it's, it's yeah. watching one of the great artists of all time 
put together yeah. a masterpiece. It's so <laughs> unbelievable. It's like Michael Jackson, Motown 25. Yeah. You know, yeah. Prince and Purple Rain. And yes. It's, like, it's all know, of those things. It, it really is. It just, I mean, everyone who said, oh, but you guys are crazy. He's going to be just fine. He's going to be doing things you've never seen before. This is even shocking to us. Right. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> even the people that were on board. He's, gonna, right. he's, be- he's better than Josh Rosen. Now, he's gone beyond, yeah. you know, better than Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold. This is. <laughs> even even if you were on board with Lamar Jackson, even if you were a Jamar, Lamar Jackson believer, you can't believe this. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Yeah. It's yeah. so absurd what this dude has done and is accomplishing. It is, I, I really, I don't know how to keep writing columns about it. I don't know what else right. there is to say because it's yeah. that truly unbelievable. Um, yeah. am, am I fair to say, David, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll let you go here in a second because I know I've kept you long. Um, am I fair to say, I know, it's, when I say this, I know that the Ravens can win throwing the ball as much as they have because they've done it the last two weeks, right? Like, yeah. obviously they can win doing it this way. I don't know that they're best suited to win with this almost complete abandonment of the run and being forced to throw the ball 40-plus times a game. I, I, yeah. Can they? Yes, of course they can. Like, I know they can yeah. because I got the evidence. But I don't think it's the best way for them to go about trying to win a Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball like they did the last two years because, you know, that's an extremely high bar. But I I think they have to explore trading for a running back. I think it's pretty clear that they don't believe that any of the guys they have can do it. Um, I I don't think they can just sort of shrug their shoulders and say, we got to be the team that throws all the time because, you know, we, we can't run the ball. I think they have to keep trying to figure out a way to make it happen. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that we we we've been through this for years and years. You know, trust Ozzy and trust uh, and trust Eric. You know, they figure out ways to to do these things to get these pieces to get you know like the Marcus Peters and Calais Campbells and the the the, the guys that have been the, the 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 fit that have been just what they what they've needed. You know, getting a running back that 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 does that will will, will change everything. You know, figuring you know figuring out if hoping that everyone somehow gets healthy by playoff time on the offensive line, you know, but yeah, they, they do need that piece. They, they, they did such a great job of, you know, creating a running game that accentuated the pieces that they have over the years. You know, it's time to go out and get that kind of back in there and have him complement all the things that they're now doing as a, as, as a passing team, because, they can't waste this window. You cannot have Lamar Jackson have a season like this where just literally in the, in the span of like a month, he's launched himself into the MVP you know, discussion again. And, you know, you can't let that opportunity go by. You know, how, you got to take, you got to ride this as long as you can. So whatever it takes to, you know, to, to mortgage the future or, you know, shuffle pieces around and, you know, on, on the rest of the roster, you, you figure out a way to do it. Um, because that's the, that's the opportunity that they have right now. And as they're constricted right now, that's a big, big ass to say, do this all the way through and take it and use it to take to the Super Bowl. Uh, can I plug a book for you? Can I plug, uh, what can, what can I get a plug in for you, David Steele? <laughs> uh, well, to keep on uh, looking at the, uh, at, at the, uh, undefeated, uh, ESPN's, uh, yep. uh, sports and black culture website. Uh, there's some pieces coming up there and, uh, 
most recent one, the recent thing, the recent thing I did involved uh, Ben Wallace and the Basketball Hall of Fame, okay, and a group of high school students in Richmond who uh, helped with the analytics to uh, to get them there. So. Uh, keep an eye out for uh, for that. That's very cool. That's uh, that's very cool. I, 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 that's awesome. I love that. Uh, at yeah. David underscore C underscore Steel is how you follow him on Twitter. David Steele, always appreciate you, my friend. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning, sir. Thanks very much for having me, as always. David Steele checking in with us here on GCR. Always appreciate him doing that. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single-game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. We'll come back in, uh, finish up Would You Rather Wednesday, and then wrap it up for the day. It's Glenn Clark Radio. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. I've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember because of the sheer weight and size of my truck, I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and brake suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than snowballs. But not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Once again this season, PressBox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach-speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalis, and more. Watch the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports and listen at PressBoxOnline.com Slash Radio. Pressbox's Project Game Day, every game day, presented by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Bear Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the fresh food fest, beer, wine, and spirits, showcase and so much more come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the maryland five star at fair hill october 14th through 17th buy your tickets now at maryland five star.us with the number five tweet us at 
Glenn Clark Radio. 21st Century Talk Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. GlennClarkRadio.com. All right, back in here on GCR as we wind down for a Wednesday edition of the program. Would you rather the uh, the Orioles be good or uh, you get the uh, the arena and the, the hockey team? Wasn't it just Rutschman? No, was- it was Rutschman would be a superstar, and that would the Orioles come to fruition. The rebuild comes to fruition. They compete for a playoff spot next year. And then is it guaranteed that they never do in the and other it's scenario? guaranteed that the next five years are a mess in the other scenario. <sighs> Give me the hockey team just for another rooting interest. I think it's not just the hockey part of it. I think the arena is a really big deal deal yeah. there, too. I think it just there, it comes with a lot of things that become sure. possibilities when that's the case. That As much as it would suck, and don't get me wrong, it would suck to go through another five years of the Orioles being a mess. Uh, it's just too good of it. It's too good of a of a carrot to be dangling out there for me to turn it down. I've never I cared about hockey, that so it's like it's not that I don't want to. It's not that I don't have appreciation for the sport. The only the only response that was strange to me is somebody got in and was like, "Well, I've already decided that the Capitals are my team, so I don't want to have to choose." Like, what the? Are you are you like effing insane? Imagine somebody in 1995 that. Being like, well, you know, we got a team in Washington. I don't want to. I don't want the Ravens. What the f is? It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's the only response to it. Like, I totally understand if you're just like you only care about baseball. You get tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. You're just obsessed with the Orioles. That those responses. If you were guaranteeing a World Series, it might be a different story. Well, yeah, I mean, it would definitely be a different story. But I also get like that there are just people that don't that either don't care at all about hockey, sure. aren't willing to cons- consider. You know, uh, our buddy Kyle Andrews was like, yeah, but now I'm thinking about the fact that if there is an arena, that at least gives you a chance of maybe getting a basketball team one day. Let's be clear, neither one of them are coming, but, you know, it, just getting, like, Seattle right now now has an arena. There's certainly no guarantee that they're going to get a basketball team at any point. Like, they, they, they probably deserve one because they're a very good basketball market, but there's no guarantee that that's going to, to be the case. Um, my 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 thought process is that the arena is a big deal, whether or not you want a hockey team. But I do get it. I get that there are people that just have tunnel vision, that only care about the Orioles, 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 Orioles. They don't even really like, they're not even football fans necessarily, or they're only people that care about baseball mm-hmm. and football and don't care about any other sport. Like I can understand and that's that. me, but that's not so it's c- not that I don't it's not that I wouldn't. It's just that I don't have any interest in their sports because the th- well, and that's the way that I was. Right. I never had a team growing up, and so until I moved out to Arizona and was going to hockey games every night, and I ended up doing some work with the team. I'm like, holy hell, this sport is and amazing. And hockey's on all, all, every month of the year, it seems. Yes, the season really <laughs> never seems to so end. Like, Correct, yes. If you really care, it's a good well, thing to and, have, and you really, know? You, know, the, you know the real reason why you feel that way is because the only months where they're gone are the months that you're not sitting at home watching sports anyway. Like... That it's it's not as if the hockey off season really is any shorter than the basketball off season, for example. Like basketball and hockey really basically do have parallel. Basketball runs about a week longer than hockey does, and hockey starts about a week before basketball does. They're the exact same seasons, but you just feel like hockey because you're not you're not really going to be watching sports anyway. So by the time you start watching sports again, it, when football season starts. You're like, oh crap! Hockey's already back. Like, what the hell? Didn't they just end two weeks ago? It's because while they're gone, it's also supposed you're not to be. Really people always say it's the most fun to go in person to hockey. Oh, it's incredible fun. But the the idea of I can't, I couldn't choose between the the oh, what yeah. the Capitals and a new team in Baltimore. Get the f like that makes you a bad person. Yeah, like I was, that's used to be a Wizards fan, and if the Baltimore got an NBA team, I would have 
burned all the wizards and yeah, i didn't know any but you root for your team right, yeah. like it's your team and i get it there's a lot of uh, orioles fans in dc that are like yeah i root for the nationals but i also still root for the orioles like and there's this sort of weird thing in baseball. This is kind of the John Cusack thing, where like the American League, National League thing mm-hmm. has makes people not feel the same way. Like they feel like I can root for two different teams because one's my American League team and one's my National League team, and that's fine. I don't, you know, that if that's what you do, that's what you do. The notion of saying I'm not going to root for the team that's in my city because I root for this, that, yeah, get the f out of here with that. Would you rather Wednesday has also been brought to you today by Window Nation. Get two free windows for every two you buy with the fall is calling sale at Window Nation. Buy four, get four free. There's no limit to this offer. It goes on forever. Pay nothing for two full years as well. 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Continue to get me your responses at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. Let's get a tidbit. This is the penultimate tidbit. Well, I don't know. Tomorrow, no, we'll probably do one tomorrow. Yeah, we might actually do one tomorrow because we had to rearrange the show. So it's not the penultimate tidbit. And what's it's still going to exist. It's tidbit for no, me. for you. Yeah. I understand that. What's the what's what are they? Was it try ultimate? What's the? I don't what's think we the, ever learned that word. We should learn that. We should learn that. Uh, and it's brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Loop service center. Ask for Mobile One. All right. So, Lamar Jackson. I hear he's good. We like him. Eighteen hundred and sixty combined passing and rushing yards. By the way, I, the picture of Brandon Williams holding my feeding my mm-hmm. son when he was a baby popped up on um the old on this day today, and it's still every time I look at it the most like captivating photo I've ever seen in my life. Well, there you have it. You look at not Bra- part of my look, tidbit, at, but look at Brandon Williams' biceps, and then look at my then I guess seven month old child. Holy crap! Go ahead. Uh, Lamar has 1,860 combined passing and rushing yards. That is more than more than half of the NFL's teams have. 18 NFL teams have fewer combined passing and rushing yards than Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson does single-handedly. I hear that's okay for the Ravens. I mean, correct. He also leads the NFL in the percentage of throws for 20-plus yards down Field, a 14.4% clip for passes traveling 20 or more yards downfield in the air, surpasses Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, and Derek Carr for tops in football. As a result, despite ranking middle of the pack in pass attempts, Mm. he ranks fifth in passing yards, Mm. 1,519. He is only behind Justin Herbert, their opponent on Sunday, Matt Stafford, the aforementioned Derek Carr, and Tom Brady now. Herbert, he's pretty good. Yes. He, no in question. fact, now with, I guess that would make it about 18 or 19 or so, maybe more than that, 20, career games played or started. That's about right. Already has the most 300-yard games for a quarterback in his first two NFL seasons, and 11. And he still has. A lot more to go. Yes. yes. There are five other quarterbacks with at least nine 300-yard passing performances in their first two NFL seasons. Who are they? Man, I don't know. Um, Kyler Murray. No. I ran too much. Uh, it feels like it's got to be recent. 
is in their first games or their first starts? First two NFL seasons. Seasons, okay. So, like, Patrick Mahomes won't make the list. Well, he might anyway because he might have done it all. Patrick Mahomes. Ten. Yeah, but imagine what that number might have been. Correct. Um. All right, how many did you say there were? Five. All right. Uh, Dak. No. Kurt Warner. Nine. Uh, how about Baker? No. Josh Allen? No. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan? Nope. Man. Uh, uh, Tony Romo. Nope. Marino. Ten for Dan Marino. I guess Romo was like on the bench and not he didn't immediately start. How about yuck? All right, I might need I might need something. On, uh, Andrew Luck. Nine for Andrew Luck. And I'm missing one. You are. I'm missing one. Carson Palmer. Nope. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You have to give me something. NFC. Russ. Nope. Dante Culpepper. Nope. NFC, NFC, NFC. Donovan McNabb. Nope. Mark Bolger. Nope. Troy Aikman. Nope. Kirk Cousins. Nope. He didn't play his first season, really. I thought this first... Oh, no, because he came in the same year as Griffin. That's right. I thought he came in... I was doing the math that he came in a year afterwards. It's not Steve Young because he didn't play. That is correct. It is not Steve Young. For the first time ever. It's not Steve Young that's the answer, and I knew it this time. I think I should get a point for that. No. I, I don't know. I, I, it's not Drew Brees. It's bizarrely Jameis Winston. It is not. It's, it's – I don't think it's Eli Manning, but Eli Manning. No. I, I don't know. It's not Steve Young. Joe Montana? No. Colin Kaepernick? No. Jimmy Garoppolo? No, he didn't. He no. was in New England. Jeff Garcia? Nine. Jeff Garcia. For Jeff Garcia. He could have been here a long time. I probably wouldn't have gotten to Jeff Garcia. That is wild. That is wild. 
All right, Tidbit was also brought to you by the print issue of Pressbox, which is available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms and at the hundreds of locations around town where you find Pressbox. Or read it all, pressboxonline.com. Marlon Humphrey's on the cover. Bo Smolka did a great story about him being the Ravens' next defensive superstar. Go pick it up today. There's the last couple of days for you to get this one before our next print issue of Pressbox, which will be sort of our college uh, basketball-focused issue of Pressbox. Tidbit, uh, we did tidbit. So Tubular is brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. Here's what's coming up tonight. Totally Tubular, ESPN2, World Cup Qualifier, Costa Rica and the U.S. 7 o'clock. CBS for the World Cup Qualifier between El Salvador and Mexico at 10. UMBC Soccer hosts Binghamton, 7 o'clock, AmericaEast.tv. Capitals open the season tonight, 7.30 against the Rangers on TNT. They also have Blackhawks Avalanche at 10. Game 2 of the WNBA Finals tonight at 9 on ESPN between the Chicago Sky and Phoenix Mercury. Uh, meanwhile, uh, preseason Mavericks Hornets at 6.30 on ESPN, NBA TV for Bucks Jazz at 9. Some non-sports highlights. Archer, 10 o'clock on FX. Uh, I don't know if anyone watches it, but the center returns to the USA. I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it is either. Uh, full front of the to be at 10.30 on TBS. The Goldbergs, Wonder Years, Connors, Home Economics. From Everybody says the Wonder Years thing is wonderful. I have I have heard glowing reviews about the this reboot of the Wonder Years. Interesting. Who's the, is it Don, Don Cheadle? Don Cheadle's the narrator, yeah. 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 Uh, that's on tonight. Billy Eilish, Zach Galifianakis are on Kimmel. It's definitely a package deal. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck actually are a package deal. Uh, they were, for sure. I think they are this time with Fallon. Uh, stuff and things. Ooh, ooh, this isn't a great sign. The Wonder Years has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes okay. from the critics. Yeah. From the audience, 47%. Yeah, who knows what they want, though? Yeah, it's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. I either. trust the critics more than the audience. Mm, and I'm very... I, I, I it, if it ain't both, I got I got concerns. I got concerns. Check it all out at GlennClarkRadio.com. All right, very good. Uh, Tubular was also brought to you today by Great Eights Memorabilia. Uh, they have announced, by the way, Great Eights Memorabilia is giving you something that I certainly could not give you, and that is a chance to meet Justin Tucker for free. Free. I want to repeat that for free. You could meet Justin Tucker. I don't, not sure if you've heard of him. Uh, he's a he's a, a a kicker of a football, and I hear he's pretty good. So here's the deal: coming up on Tuesday, November second, Justin Tucker, free meet and greet. The deal is, it is a food drive event for Harvest of Harvest of Hope. So you can meet. Justin Tucker, and it's free. The trade-off is you need to donate food in order to support Harvest of Hope and those who need it this holiday season. This is an incredible opportunity for you to meet a future Hall of Famer. Find out more by going to GreatHMemorabilia.com. Get all the details there. Make sure you're following them on all socials, but you can meet Justin Tucker and help out those who need it this holiday season, which is an awesome thing. Of course, Grade 8's True Strong Services and Press Box bring you the Tyus Bowser Show, and we will be back next Tuesday night down at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena for Tyus Bowser and his special guest. Find out more, pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. Thanks today to Drew Forrester and David Steele. We'll get it up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at glennclarkradio.com. 
Greg Gumbel is going to join us tomorrow. The legend, uh, he will be with us before he calls uh, Sunday's Ravens-Chargers game, which should be quite good. Uh, ben Hartsock will join us. Ben Hartsock is going to join us as well. He's calling Sunday's game, or he's the analyst for the ESPN radio broadcast. Former NFL tight end Ben Hartsock will be with us tomorrow morning as well. Of course, we'll make our picks. It's Thursday, so the Press Box Fantasy Football Show, which again will be that will how be how the show kicks off tomorrow, ten o'clock tomorrow for the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. You've had more than your fair warning. Get your questions in tonight and tune in tomorrow morning at ten a.m. for the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, KNS Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the Baltimore Ravens, the Maryland Department of Transportation, Underdog Fantasy Football, the Maryland Five Star, your local Toyota dealers, and buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter, at Kay Ottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Wednesday evening. Uh, Go U.S. soccer. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too.